Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Author, actress, and comedian, and podcastress. The Heather McDonald. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I love that podcastress. I love that. I know. So we're bringing back like the feminine because it used to be actress. And then it was like, no, everybody's an actor. And then everyone's a podcaster. But I like saying podcastress and taking back the feminine side of things. Why did they do that? I mean, you're an actor. Why did they do that with the actor thing? They did it with comedian too. It used to be comedian, E-N-N-E. And then they just said, no, it has to just be comedian. And I'm like, why? I don't know why we have to defeminize some certain words. Yeah, whatever. I would think the opposite, that the world would go towards the is and the actress, podcastress. But I feel like it sounded more fancy, like for celebs to be like, I'm an actor. Yes, like screen actor guild. Maybe it was because <laughs> of that. You know how like people are yeah. mad about the word woman because man is in woman? Oh, people are mad about a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I wanted to talk to you so badly because, like I said, you're, you know, an actress, podcastress, comedian, <laughs> and all these things, but you're also a certified Bravo-holic. Yes. How did that happen in life? First of all, I've been watching Bravo since the network became a network. So, Like before it was cool. Before, yeah. Like when it was just Actor Studio and the only show they had on was showbiz moms and dads which was the greatest reality show i've talked about it on my podcast at juicy scoop many times it's the greatest show that ever lived i've tweeted i've begged to bring it back my god it's like probably like 15 years old and it was showbiz moms and dads and one person was like had like a toddlers and tiara thing going it was a bunch of people coming out to la for pilot season their kids really had no business thinking that they'd ever make it. <laughs> the amazing production company of World of Wonder, who does RuPaul's Drag Race and so many other great shows, it was their project, which completely makes sense because, and it was so new to reality world that these people weren't self-producing. They really thought they were stars. They really thought they were the greatest parents and greatest you know managers of entertainment. It was fascinating. And because I grew up in L.A., I had an agent when I was little. My sister's kids were child actors. We just got obsessed with it. So I was into Bravo then. And then like, I remember where I was when I heard there was a show coming out called The Real Housewives of Orange County. There was an ad in Star Magazine. I was at the Ralphs in Woodland Hills and they were holding the oranges just like Desperate Housewives. And I'm like, this is fucking brilliant. (laughs) This is a brilliant reality show. I cannot wait to watch it. And at the time it came out, I just started on Chelsea Lately. And I was like, we have mm. to parody this. We have to. And nobody was watching it. They're like, what are you doing? And I was like, there's this woman with dimples named Vicky. And I'm like imp- doing impressions of her. <laughs> and so we were actually like the first show to ever parody it way before SNL or anyone else. We did 
a reenactment of the reunion of the Real Housewives of New Jersey, you know, just coming off of prostitution horror and Danielle. Oh. And I was Danielle. And I was like, I was a leg model. Like, it just... <laughs> So wait, first of all, I need to go find that. And everyone like YouTube it. Yeah. B, you made me miss mobster Ronge. You know, it was such good season when it was like the Manzos and the pack of wolves and all those things. Like it was so. Go. It's happening. You heard the news yesterday. So it's all coming together. There are people that are doing. I just recorded something for my podcast that comes out tomorrow and I actually think I need to re-record it because I think some of the details, there was so much, like page six and people were even getting mixed up in their reporting. And- oh, yeah, because you're right. I read one place. We're talking about Dina Manzo, which like, she's so gorgeous. And, and I loved her on the show, too. Yes. She, it said at first that like her husband, she called someone to like, what did they say? So basically, okay, this is why it was confusing. She separated from her husband, Manzo, who's her second husband. The boyfriend was attacked in a parking lot in 2015 with like a baseball bat or something. Uh-huh. And then in 2017, she, and I believe that same boyfriend, but I'm not 100% sure, which is why I'm making sure. She and that boyfriend, her now husband, they went home to New Jersey and they were staying at a house to go to Teresa Judice's daughter Audrina's like 2017 it could not have been her baptism could it have been because isn't she like 10 but anyway maybe it was a first holy communion or something yeah they went there and they went in the home while they were staying there and they were greeted by thugs who beat them both up beat her up which she since got a nose job and I think she had to get the nose job to be quite honest and stole some stuff and tied them up and it was very brutal And so what happened yesterday is that Manzo, husband number two, just got arrested because they believe that he allegedly hired this guy to beat up the boyfriend. But what the question I'm trying to figure out, but I think that was from the beat up of 2015 when the boyfriend was alone. Oh, it's not something recent. It wasn't the 2017 beat up. Now, because there was a different person who was arrested for the 2017 beat up. And I don't know if those two are related. And I don't know if it's the same guy. Pretty weird that he was beat up in 2015 and then again tacked and beat up in 2017. But anyway, so the juicy part is that Manzo was arrested for this because apparently he was jealous that his wife that he was separated from was seeing this guy in 2015. And we all know Dina and Caroline don't talk to each other anymore. And Dina was married to Manzo, who is brothers with her real sister, Caroline's husband of many years, Alfie Manzo. They're brothers and they run the brownstone together. And in return, according to the documents, in turn of Manzo hiring this guy to beat up Dina's boyfriend, he gave him a discounted wedding at the brownstone a month later. For 330 people, he paid like a third the price that a normal person would pay. So maybe that's the, what's it called? The firing gun or the, the, smoking, the smoking gun? gun. The smoking gun. <laughs> I'm eight months pregnant and I blame it on that, okay? Oh my God, like, congratulations. Yeah. It's hiding here like you don't know. I'm wearing a shirt that doesn't fit me, but you don't know. You have such full lips. Did they get, have you, feel, have you felt they've gotten fuller during your pregnancy? I do. And these are real, by the way, people's. I know you're in California, but actually people are telling me that they did. Yeah. But they've always been. I'm kind of really grateful that my face didn't change too much. I'll be honest. Yeah. I was expecting the worst. I was like, I'm going to be a house. Like, I, I know I'm not complaining, but I am wearing a belly shirt now and you don't know it because we're zooming. Oh, well, good. Well, take care of yourself. <laughs> Enjoy this time. It's a well, good time to be. I think you. it's a good time to be pregnant. You're not missing out on anything fun. When people ask me, I mean, first of all, people are giving a lot of credit to pregnant women and we're warriors and uh, brave and all these things now. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Like, I'll take the award. But also secretly, it's been kind of nice. Like yeah. at home, I don't have to wear clothes often. I don't have to like be out and not drink and stuff. So it wasn't too bad, yeah. honestly. 
honestly. So A, thank you for your like reporter work on the Manzos. I'm still working on it. Like I said, I'm still there. I still have some questions, but it is crazy. I remember I used to think that the brownstone is such a mob like front. What's really crazy is how many people related to the mob have chosen to do reality shows, which would I would think would probably be about the worst side gig for a mob person. I mean, there was mob wives. Then there's like kids of the mob or something that was on MTV that just came out of what made it Staten Island something, you know, married to the mob and mob. I don't know. There's been so many. And you would think that that would be, you know, not wise. Right. So maybe they're <laughs> thinking that they're doing like, oh, you wouldn't think that we're in the mob because we're on reality TV. And we're calling it married to the mob. <laughs> we're calling it married to the mob. But but yeah, so round mob days were great. And I really want to go back and watch your skit. So you were watching Bravo before it became like, you know, insanely popular. But I have to say, do you feel like being, you know, a Bravoholic? It's still niche. Like sometimes I'll get caught up in like, let's say new shows on Netflix and and I'll like stalk the people and like be like their followers. And 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 sometimes I'm like, wait, why don't my like VPR people have as many? And they're on like followers, let's say on Instagram. They're on for fucking eight seasons. Like Kristen isn't at a mill. I mean, before this is pre-scandal. And, uh, you know, they're very honest. Like I, I, I talked to Ariana and she's so funny. She's always like trying to up her engagement. And she's like, all these Bachelor people get. And then I have to remind myself, like Bravo is a cable. Mm hmm you know, channel. It's not Netflix where it's like worldwide. And it's also not ABC that you could probably have more access to it because you don't have to have cable. So it is still, even though it was so many years ago and now it's become much more mainstream, it is still kind of niche. Yeah, I mean, when you think of The Bachelor and that everybody watches that from older people to really younger people to, you know, it's been on for so long. Yeah, that is the way... If you want to have an Instagram career, you need to <laughs> bone someone in the fantasy suite and not win. Yeah. yeah. Like that is yeah. the way to go. Yeah. Oh my God. So you watch The Bachelor too? Um, oh yeah. I've always watched The Bachelor. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's interesting. So you know what's going on with the girl, what's her name? Claire Crawley. It's like, we're still recasting. No, no, no. They're doing recasting. it. They're doing it. Everyone's been tested for COVID and STD both. And everybody that's clear that is living on a resort with people that oh, work with the there. Oh, the right? They're all at one place. They all get tested from a cameraman to an audio guy to the maid, I guess, to So they won't ever travel or anything, go on dates. So it's basically like Bachelor in Paradise, but at a much nicer resort. So they'll have their dates like on the resort, like, or near the thing. But they can't, obviously, they can't travel. They can't do all the fun stuff that you normally see. But they are filming it. I'm D, because, like, do we care about them, like, on a horse in Panama, like, or in an igloo? Like, I don't care where you are. Yeah. There might even be more drama. Or it might be more real relationships when you're not taken up with, like, Oh my God, along with being on a TV show and being into the sky, I also really want to take in this moment that I'm like flying over whatever. I mean, you might be actually more engaged in, do we have something to talk about than that we're both like being forced to like bungee jump and, you know. <laughs> it's like, I always think like, do none of the, I know they're all like 17, so they may not have anxiety yet. But for me, I'm like, are they not scared of anything? Like, oh, like even... They're hopping helicopters, hop off planes. Like none of these bitches are scared of, they don't have fears. What I really hate is they do have fear and they know it. So if you have the fear of heights and you probably filled it or told it in an interview, then they're like, guess what you're going to do with Pilot Pete? You're going to go <laughs> jump off a you know cliff. And oh my God, I'm so scared that he really challenges me. You know what? That's kind of <laughs> fucked because you probably have been diagnosed with like a legit psycho, whatever, like you're agoraphobic or afraid of big tarantulas. They're going to put you in like a tarantula bin and then say, well, if you really liked Peter the pilot, you'd let these tarantulas crawl on you. And you're like, well, no, I've like had a really bad fear since I was little. Wait, would you get on a baby plane with pilot Pete is my question. He got on all these like tiny planes. Would you get in? Listen, 
you know, back in the day before The Bachelor was on and I was single, I was on a show called Studs. So, and that was a one-off on like Fox. Okay. It was a one night and it was like, I was recognized for a year later. It was like, the. this is when I said I got to really pursue being famous. Wait, it was what? Like a dating show? It was a dumb dating show, but it was like a game show, like a dating game type of thing. You went on dates, but they didn't follow you on the dates. And then you talked about it after and the guys had to guess who said what. And then I won with the guy. What does that mean you won? There were, there were two guys and three girls, but only the guy had to pick a girl and you had to pick the guy and you kind of decide who to pick at the end. And if you match up, then the two of you get like some trip, yeah. which we never went on. So if I was single and pursuing, you know, my career, I can't say that I wouldn't be on The Bachelor. So if I got on The Bachelor, <laughs> I would absolutely, I have gone skydiving. I have done stuff, dumb stuff like that when I was younger because I was like, oh, yeah. it's a bucket list or who cares, you know? So I would have done all that stuff for sure. And I definitely would have been like very conscious of like, I'm not going to miss any screen time. Oh my God. First of all, I love how honest you are and how right you are about why these people go on the shows. But when you were saying that the that being at the resort might, eliminate the distractions of like, oh my God, I'm in, you know, Costa Rica. Then it made me think of Kelly, who is now with Peter IRL. Yes. How she like missed the memo or the production meeting where they were like, listen, you're going to be in these places, but you don't act like you care about it. You only care about, because remember how she was so honest? She was like, I don't know. It's cool here. And like, I'm traveling. (laughs) I was like, girl, like you're on The Bachelor. But I think that's why he sent her home because he was like, she's not right. Like, I think he, the producer probably told him and he got that she was like not right for the show. Well, he was such an annoying little pussy. Like, I think that he, <laughs> you know, he definitely didn't want to risk picking anybody with the one that was the most fucking head over heels in love with him because he didn't want in the end to possibly be rejected. Mm. I don't even remember what happened. Who did he pick? Oh, my God. Of course, you don't remember because he picked seven. Well, he picked Hannah Ann and then he regretted it and went to Madison. And then that and then didn't Madison work broke. Yeah. Then Madison broke up with him. And then he went to Kelly and there was probably a Hannah B. Pit stop. We don't know about. Right. And then they got caught in the quarantine together. And now they're like madly in love. Do you ship uh, Kelly and Peter? Sure. Why not? Like, yeah, I mean, if they if they've. If they're this into each other with no dancing with the stars, you know, just being quarantined and getting love from the internet, I think that they're pretty good. They're still not completely on their own because they still have to get love every day from Instagram. But And write cheesy captions like, you're my captain and I'll fly over the world with you and all those. Yeah, I mean, I think at least they get along like personality wise, they get along boning wise still. Yeah. You know, the mom's not around. Well, the mom is obsessed. She posts collages every day. So she does um, like her. She Oh, she loves her. So because she looks enough like her. That's why. <laughs> she. That's why <laughs> she, she liked him. She liked Hannah Ann because Hannah Ann and, and the mom look, that's what the mom looked like when she was in beauty pageants. She looked just like Hannah <laughs> Ann. So she, it was like and a you- mini version of her and she didn't have any daughters. So because she was a mom of boys, the only the kind of daughter-in-law she wants is that daughter she never had, which is a mini version of herself. I mean, I don't props to like anyone dating Peter with that kind of a mom. Ugh. Seems tough. She's doing cameo and Zooms now. No, she's not. Paid for Zooms, yeah. Sweet enough. <laughs> That's her uh, Instagram if you guys want to go follow. I mean, she, yeah, she, oh, you maybe posted something about this. I don't know if I did. They were all, oh, because you, the, there was a Sylvan, Sylvan commercial. Uh, oh, the Sylvan, Sylvan learning commercial. commercial when he was little. Yeah. yeah. So she was a stage mom. She could have, she probably originally tried to get on Showbiz Moms and Dads on Bravo. <laughs> and they were probably rejected. And then she was like one day. And that's why I think she was just crying so much and loved every second because she was an aspiring showbiz person herself. Anybody that enters a beauty pageant as a young adult, not a kid, wanted that fame for themselves. 
She got married. She didn't pursue acting. And they did the vow renewal. I mean, not all parents are like such active participants. Oh, you know, they brought it up. She probably brought it up to the guy. <laughs> let's do a, you know, let's do a vow renewal and we'll be featured. And they're like, oh my God, we have the thirstiest parents. It's in Westlake Village. It's literally <laughs> a three minute production drive from where the pilot's staying. Like this is the most convenient season ever for our lazy yeah. asses. You know, and then she tried to get him to do some commercials, which she did. So then when this came about, she was just like, oh my God, our plan has finally worked. But I mean, at least he's a pilot, you know? If he was like a bartender, then it'd right. be, you know, but he's a pilot, which is like pretty, pretty legit. Even though if I, I, I don't like flights, if I saw him, I'd be like, I'm not, hey, can I ask you about your relationship? But also I'm not getting on the flight. But you were saying like Dancing with the Stars and stuff, which made me think that I haven't spoken on my podcast yet about, you know, they're doing the greatest seasons of all times on on, on Monday on ABC showing uh, different successful. Uh, Just a compilation show since they have no other things to show. Yeah. Right. But also like making money off like zero production cost yeah. of like Chris Harrison in his like basement from 1948. Right. Like, what is no, what is happening there? Like the TV is like my computer screen where he like sees the guest. Like the TV behind you is so much bigger. Well, it's also just weird to see all the girls with like no eyelashes, thin brows, and thin lips. <laughs> And you're like, oh, my God, like original teeth. <laughs> original teeth. You're going, nobody knows how to contour a nose. You're like, oh what God. era are we in? They're like in their small apartment, you know, in wherever they're trying to make it in, in Hollywood right now. But Caitlin Bristow's season, which was one of, it was really a good season. Oh, yeah, because she was the first to bone on a group date. Ended the group date with the winner of whatever, which was Nick Vial. And then bone them that night they like I don't even think they had a hotel room planned for them and they had to like go and it was we need I to know, get it was them like a room. Kind of, they were filming like the couch with the noises in the background there were like 20 guys left when she boned him she was so ahead of the game I know she she was super cool and also she was so cute on the season her looks have changed over time since then like most of the contestants and she got she got, I mean, I listen to her podcast, not anymore so much, but I have listened to her podcast. And what I would hear over and over again is how resentful she was about um, not getting on Dancing with the Stars right after her season. Apparently, it came up as an option. I think Robert Mills, the the mega guy of The Bachelor, didn't approve. She was very angry. With, it was really with weird with that because isn't that kind of like the rite of passage, the same way like the when you get fired yeah. from the housewives, you get to go on We Marriage Boot Camp. Like, <laughs> aren't you allowed to do, like, it, that should almost be like in your contract. I think that's why she was confused and she was like, I'm a dancer. Like, I, I think that's why I stopped listening to the podcast because it was a lot of spitting into the well from which you drank, you know, like kind right. of hating on, on The Bachelor and whatever, but they kind of made her. So, for her getting Dancing with the Stars now is so full circle. Yeah. I don't think she could be any happier in her life right now. Oh, she just got it? Yeah. Well, when are they going to, how are they going to do the dancing? When are they going to start filming that? Oh, I don't know. But yeah. on her, the end of uh, airing her season, Chris Harrison was like, we have an announcement for you. And I think she thought it was going to be Jason proposing to her. And it ended up being like, you're going on Dancing with the Stars. And she literally almost died. Oh, good for her. Yeah. So she got her her lifelong dream. So um, so good for, for Caitlin Bristow. So anyway, so you, you keep up with The Bachelor mm -hmm. and with all the Bravo shows? Or do you have like a few? I like Below Deck with to watch with my kids because I actually just really like to see like what they're serving them and stuff. Like we're obsessed. We on my Instagram at Heather McDonald, I did this whole story that I saved. You know how you save in your highlights? It's below deck. Yeah. And it's basically we play below deck with my kids. Like I act like they're the asshole primaries, my sons, and I Hannah or whatever. And I come out and I'm like, so for breakfast, we're going to do a really simple scramble. Like everything is simple. And you're like, we're paying fucking $50,000 for I like was gonna say, two days. I was going to say. Could it not be I, simple? 
We're going to do a really I simple pasta with just a little melted butter and shaved Parmesan to start. And then a dessert. Guys, like, that's it? It's two courses? What? Like, I've looked up on Bravo before where they have the casting for Below Med and literally was shooketh that it's what you said. It's like, you know, you'll get to do this thing, but it will cost, cost you one million dollars to, like, be a guest on this boat. Would you think you would get it for free? But no. We did a Skype with them a couple years ago to go be on it. And I was like, look, you know, maybe, you know, I get feed. I'm not really, I'm not on TV and haven't been regularly on TV since Chelsea lately. So I'm like, and to go on a trip and my husband's fun. And I'm like, we could probably find two or three other couples that would, would split it with us that are wealthy enough that would want to go. But what it was at the time, it was like, you fly from LA to Tahiti, which is like eight to 10 hours. Then you, they give you one free night in a hotel. Then you go on the boat for only two nights. And as you see the show, only two nights. And then you can have another free night at the hotel and then they'll pay for your flight back coach, okay? So for that, it was going to be $50,000 for a maximum of 10 guests. So everybody would pay $10,000 each. And then I go, now what is the tip? Because I certainly don't want to be told that I'm cheap, you know, on the show. And they're like, oh, the average tip is like, I think they said like nine or $10,000. So I was like, okay, so then basically each couple is now paying like 15,000 a couple. So I'm like, you're basically paying 7,500 per person for two days. And then I still had a couple people slightly interested. And then I was like, wait a minute, they are going to be like, look at these cougars. They're going to, and then my friends were like, I don't think our bodies are good enough. And my friends are very attractive, but I'm like, yeah, you're going to be ripped. And then like, God forbid, I spent all this money and I put on my preference sheet, Rumbauer Chardonnay, and they bring out like La Crema. And then they're like, oh, the Juicy Scoop podcast lady wants it. You know, her Rumbauer. Well, I was like, fucking paid a lot of money, you know? Or like you bring your kid and they're, I'm like, oh, you know, the kid will be like, oh, I don't like asparagus. Ugh, really? You don't like asparagus? No, they don't. No, they're never eating it. Like, it's just... But I, I've talked to Kate. Um, I hung out with Kate from the show Chastain, and she's so funny and so cool. And I was, you know, I did say all those things to her. I'm like, so now we just watch it and we relish in the fact when they're like docked the whole time or <laughs> or they, they spend Wait, two you relish hours. in the fact because you're like suckers yes. about the guests yeah. you paid 50K? <laughs> you paid 50K, you're docked because they can't help it. It's the weather. But then it's like, oh you know, they always bring out that huge slide. Someone goes down at once. They all complain about that fucking slide that takes like six people in two hours to put out. Or they put out the slide on one of the episodes and then there was like a little bit of a wave. Like, I'm really shook people pay. So, like, I feel like you'd have to pay me to do it. <laughs> Famous from being like a guest and not like the crew. I think they think both the same you do it, it still is discounted I guess it would still be more but I think that yeah you get to be on a tv show that's an international tv show yeah. and you can usually squeeze in some type of promo like mm -hmm. recently they had like some singer on that was the son of um the guy that sang pretty woman the song pretty woman oh Roy Orbison and then he brought in like his friend who was like the singer from Ace of Bass which was an 80s band and they would just get like a little, every time like the cameras come around, the guests were like, so we're working on that new a album for Ace of Base. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, are you sure Ace of Base? Because that's like from 1999. No, it's like from 1985. <laughs> I don't even know. But, right. but it was like, you know, you you know, that's come, making a comeback or something. And I'm like, yeah. well, at least they, they, at least they shared a clip of that. Like at least they yeah. threw it. Cause sometimes it's somebody else that'll be like selling dildos. And then at the dinner party, they're like, Hey everybody, I got you a dildo from my line. Dildos are us oh or whatever. God. So I don't blame the people for wanting to. For wanting to, to go it. on. Okay. So below deck, you dabble. We dabble. Of course, all the housewives. All, all the, of them? them. Yes. All of them. All like of them. Potomac, Atlanta. Yes. Dallas. Yeah. Whoa, girl. Married to Medicine. I like, I know who Quad is, and so, but I'm really not up on it. Like who's married, who's divorced, who's cheated, all of that. 
LA, Atlanta. I'm confused of, of that show. I don't watch enough of it. And Vanderpump Rules. I know. Of that course, you Vanderpump love. Rules. I watch. The Southern Charm, I watched the original Southern Charm, but I was a late yeah. bloomer in that one. I only started watching like the last three years. So I could not commit to like a whole nother city. Like, so I've never seen Savannah. Oh, the New Orleans. New oh, Orleans or New Savannah, Orleans. I've never watched. I don't. Oh, I didn't know there was a Savannah too. I don't know what's going on with that. Well, let's talk about what's happening now, which is Real Houses of New York is coming back this week. Yes. Uh, which is exciting. Why do you think they took that hiatus? Like, do you think it's because programming? There's some like rumor. What do you think around. it is? What's the rumor you heard? I heard that it was like there was a lot of offensive shit they had to like take out or something. I think it's both. I think they were like, hold. Like if I worked at Bravo, I'd be like, wait a minute. I have an idea. Just like if I managed a bunch of talent, I would bring in people and I'd be like, we're going through your tweets from the moment you joined Twitter. We're scraping oh. everything. We're staying up all night. We're going mm. through every, like, and there are companies that do this, okay? And mm. I think now is the time to do it. But mm. I think maybe they said, you know what, we have, you know, we don't have material, we don't have content to take us through till the end of the year because we would be filming these things. And I know Texas is now filming and OC is filming again. But who knows if, um, in case there is a second wave or something and they they go back to li- where no one can hang out at all. They wanted to buy time. So I think they bit. wanted to milk it out like yeah. milk out the best shows we have, but then also let's go through these episodes that are on deck with a fine tooth comb and mm-hmm. make sure and that, make sure nothing is yeah. make sure that we that we don't jeopardize ourselves by airing these people. But also I hope they also protect the people a little because you know you're you're letting someone be truly if they're supposed to relax, they're supposed to forget the cameras are there. You know, you say you might say something that you know not having six drinks in you, you may have not said. And I'm not just talking racist. I mean, like any little thing, you know. That's that's my question about Bravo now is that how far are they going to go? Because like you said, you think they're like fine tweaking. That's shit. what I think. Like, I mean, they would maybe say, no, we don't care, but who knows? Right. But, but there is something to say about like, these women that are on these shows and and also men on, on other shows, but with the housewives, like they're ridiculous. I mean, that's what we love about right. them. And, and I'm not talking about being racist. I'm saying like they're ridiculous. They say stupid shit they're, all the time. They have no self-awareness. They think of themselves as movie stars. They're, you know, can be rude. They can be abrupt. They every person can say, I tell it like it is, you know, every like that's an original (laughs) thought. And do you I mean, I watch these shows like even Vanderpump and and shows that I know are real. Like this is not an act like this is happening. And I watch it still like they're characters. I'm not like, oh, I hate James Kennedy for like, you know, uh, being an asshole to Katie. Like I don't hate James. He's a character to me. You know what I mean? Right. With Housewives and I just hope that we can still have ridiculous people and like find the line between like, you know, cause I, now people want to cancel Jax and cancel Kelly Dodd. I heard and, and a bunch of other Bravo people that have been, I mean, Jack, Jax has been offensive and gross <laughs> since the beginning. You know but what I, I also mean? think like, like, you know, that's the network, that's the show, that's the, the form of entertainment. And if you suddenly, or if you, say, hey, it's inappropriate or it's offensive. You know what? There's, there, I'm sorry, there's three other channels to watch. And I know people that go, that's not good enough. I want to see them <laughs> working at a Jamba Juice. I don't want them to ever make another dollar. Uh, well, sorry. Right. You know, I'm sorry that they got on a reality show, uh, utilized their platform, made money. I'm sorry that you got obsessed with them. I'm sorry that you watched yeah. the show for five years. I'm sure that, you know, so... It's like I'm sorry that you didn't notice until now that they're all white, you know, like Good Morning America. Yeah. So it's, you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, OK, so if you've decided that this show isn't for you anymore, then just go away, you know. But it's yeah. like the same thing. If all of a sudden I was like, you know what I'm tired of? That ESPN only features sports. <laughs> I am sick of it. <laughs> it's time that we show What's going on in, you know, in third world countries on ESPN? And I want to no, see can't. more of that on that network. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, 
That's not what the neck is about. But you know what? But Heather, you're laughing. But that's why I'm asking, like, what the line is, because I know, well, on one hand, social media has been doing such an amazing job of creating actual change. And and it's crazy to see and, and amazing. But at the same time, you're like, you know, I know for Bravo when they were doing they were doing a live with like Portia and right. the lady sitter. Um, and I was like, oh, that's great. They're doing a live. You know, I, I was like, that's amazing. Amplifying black voices. And then uh, a petition went around of this needs to be on, you know, the network. And it's not enough that it's on a live. And I was like, oh, like, I don't feel like we should be attacking Bravo now for doing something good. And then so then they, they did. Enough. They put it on. They the, did it. They did it. They did it. They yeah. did it. And. I think a lot of those people that complained and demanded it, I don't think watched it because <laughs> I get this thing that what tells me what the rate, I follow this Twitter. That's the ratings. And I yeah. just happened to come across what that episode was. Uh-huh. And, and it's it, not, it didn't do as well as when you've got Countess I mean, Luann and, and Sonia on, you know, I mean, because it's what, that's what people are watching it for. There is a lot of hypocrisy. Yeah. There's a lot of good shit. And like I said, like if the petition managed to do that, amazing. But there's a lot of hypocrisy, like you say. If you put put Nini and Kenya Moore going at it, talking about whose weave is shittier than the other, oh, that that would have gotten amazing ratings. You know, it's not about, you know, I don't think it's about anybody's, you know, color their skin. Those shows do amazing. It's, it's people come to the network to see the content that's like snarky, money, funny, dramatic, right. being horrible. You can't believe that Nini would say that to Kenya because you would never right. say it to a woman in your real life. So you escape right. from reality to watch essentially reality TV in this heightened place. Yeah. And, you know, that's why when I was when I was, you know, uh, uh, posting about this, one of my things was like, listen, I am a superficial, shallow reality TV celeb loving bitch. Mm. And if I want to do some work on myself, it's saying, hey, Amanda, like you don't watch a lot of shows that have like a like a social justice swing. No, no. (laughs) I didn't mean that. Like a a diverse cast. So I I made a note of it and I got a lot of recommendations. You know, for example, like I don't watch all the Housewives at all. I don't even watch Beverly Hills and OC, but I was like, I should watch Potomac and Atlanta. And uh, there's a show on Netflix called Black AF, which is hilarious. I just started. So like you said, like there's content that you want to see that you can. But yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I hope Bravo understands exactly what you're saying. Like, we have these amazing shows with white cast, but also with people of color and uh, not necessarily do we like the people want to watch something, I guess, uh, more educational. The thing that makes successful reality shows, when you talk even about Real Housewives in New Jersey back in the old days, even that was more intense because they were actual siblings, you know, and yeah. sisters and true friends. And same with Beverly Hills when it was Kim and Kyle and there was history. And, and so, and then with Vanderpump, all the, they were couples and they all worked they together. They all worked together. So it's other, like, yeah. I think when you do start strategically casting a show, like you might a scripted sitcom to be more mm. diverse, which I'm all for, do it, you know? Though, But that's that's a script. And you get really talented actors who have the ability, because they're actors, to form great chemistry as best friends. And they have only met at the table read. And they're going right. to do a great show for six years and then they'll probably actually become friends out of the, that. But these people aren't talented like that. Yeah. If we're watching well, a reality I show, know we're watching a reality you, show, you know? Yeah. I mean, when you say that, it makes me think of, let's say, Leah on Real Housewives of New York, mm-hmm. who is amazing. Like, I, she's such an amazing addition to the show. But from episode one, I was like, she'd never be friends with these bitches. You know what I mean? Like she's right. younger than them, a mm-hmm. cooler than them. I mean, who knew? And and I even feel like she's doing them a dis- disservice because who knew they like thought people with tattoos should be in jail? Like well, we didn't I did. know that. I did. Oh, you knew they thought well, that? That's why that's but again, why don't you guys be grateful that these people haven't changed and they're not being fake for the camera? You think that mm. Ramona Singer, 63, Upper West Side, Hamptons home, is someone that's like, tell me the story behind your tat. Do you really <laughs> think 
that that is her point of view and MO in life. You're so right. So it's like, of course she thinks it's a little trashy. Again, what are we doing? Like what? Yeah, we don't want. I mean, Leah said this on my podcast and she said she was actually defending the women. Mm -hmm. And she said that because I told her that she was like woke because she's being woke. You know that word, right? Of yes. Are you fucking don't insult me? (laughs) It's like from five years ago. I hate it. No, I hate it. I hate it. But I'm saying she's obviously like very active and blah, blah, blah. But she was saying like the people are DMing her like, why is Sonia, you know, eating ice cream and not at a protest? Or like, why didn't Ramona post a black box? And and even and Leah said this very, very such a great way. She was like, you can't expect people to like be different people than who they are. Exactly what you said just now. Like they're not going to all of a sudden be like different people like they they don't mean I mean Sonia doesn't Ramona I mean we know she she, she, she didn't she comment like all lives matter on on some post yeah but I almost think you know who also did that was JLo about three years ago when it first came really? about yeah oh I didn't know because that. she didn't know I believe that Ramona didn't know uh, that by saying that it was now super offensive. I think Ramona was probably three years behind. Right. So that's what I asked Leah. And someone was like, take it down. And I think it was just like, I think it was, you know, so I, I think a, all in a lot of this is, you know, everyone's out to point a finger, but I think that the 99.9% of us are well-intended and have the best intentions and are equal, you know, are all horrified. But listen, at the end of the day, regarding this thing, there's a lot of hypocrisy. Like, I didn't see, like, I'm scared to talk to you about, you know, Stassi and Kristen, because if I say the wrong thing, people are going to get angry. So we won't go into the Stassi and Kristen thing. What I will say about the Stassi and Kristen thing is that most of the shit I've seen was obviously, you know, hating on them and saying they're racist and everything. Uh, Stassi's followers didn't go down. No, exactly. Milla, a Milla follower. She didn't go down. She went up 100,000. Last I checked. So then you're, that's the same exact thing you were talking about, the ratings. Who's canceling? Who's who's canceling? No one's canceling. No, no one canceled you because either there are haters, but they want to follow you to see what you're up to. But you know what? The truth is, it's not in, if you really look at all the people that were really stammering for it, percentage wise, it feels like loud on social media and stuff, but there's so many people that watch the show and are not on social media. Don't follow the people. Don't, I don't know, right. you know, but no. And as far as they go, I'm not going to weigh in what I think should or right. should happen. I merely on my show, I like to do like celebrity predictions of what I think will happen. So, it doesn't so I mean want I'm to tell me. It doesn't mean I endorse it. Doesn't mean I want it to happen. I'm just someone that's been on this earth for a while and I have an opinion. Okay. First of all, can I just say that I love that you're you're get because I I told you I'm pregnant and and I'm like that girl that has a boyfriend. It's like I have a but like I say it a lot, but maybe I don't too much. What I meant is you're a mom of two, right? Yes, yes, and a stepdaughter. And you still yes. manage to be shallow, superficial, care about celebrities and pop culture and Bravo. So it gives me a lot of. You know, a lot of because I get messages from people that are like, who's going to run your account when you have the baby? And I'm like, hello. Like, I have conversations with him all the time. Like, we watch Bravo. We take selfies. You shut up when I podcast. And and you're and if you're a true person of this generation, you're hopefully you'll put your child to work. You'll get free shit. Your child will be featured a lot. I mean, I've, I'm so angry that my boys a, we'll are, girl, are, are not girls because <laughs> they'll never have lip kits. They're not going down that route. Nobody cares mm. about the boys the way they do about the girls. <laughs> I can't put them in bikinis and make them models, you know, and and they're too old. So, like, I never had the opportunity to, like, exploit my children. I could never I could never show my stretch marks. And you wouldn't put emojis on their faces. Let's put it that way. Yeah. This is my stomach after birth. Maybe it's not perfect. And then everybody goes, but it is perfect. Like, are you doing that too? Wait, Heather, you don't follow okay. me. Though that because I almost feel that's more annoying. Yes. Ooh, oh my god. I will what follow you now. Like? My handle. No, because I, I want to tell you what I am doing. And because now you will. We're gonna be insta friends. But it's funny you say that because I started a new series. 
yeah. a little while ago called Hashtag Bravery. Oh, God, love it. And it happened because on my Explore page, Instagram decided that I want to see a really skinny chick saying that it's all about lighting and angles right. with two pictures that are the same. And because I saw that, they started coming in. And every day, they're like 25. And then uh, followers started sending me them. And every day, there are hundreds of them. And so it's so funny you you said that example because I, I've just been highlighting those things a lot. And I even posted a video of this woman, mm-hmm. a model to the point of like literally has no fat on her body, nothing. And she put up a video grabbing at her skin, but like barely grab yeah. skin being like, it's me also. And it's okay because I had two babies. I was floored floored and then she ended up dming me because like she's like someone's wife she's like a known model person and she was like we should lift women up and like i was like listen i didn't put your name i cut off your face so i'm not trying to get any hate for you but like you should also know like i'm doing it in a funny sarcastic way but you should know that like you're the one harming people you know what i mean you're making yeah it used to be you know look great and look beautiful now it's like, let me show you what a vulnerable, ugly shit show I am. <laughs> and everyone's like, then they'll love you more. So it's like, yeah. let me show this roll of fat. Let me, you know, <laughs> I mean, I did this thing years ago. Actually, I think it might have been Rachel Hollis, which made her a star, is that she photographed her herself in a bathing suit and she had some stretch marks, but the body was still like a size six and looking great. And she was like, I don't care what people say. This body has carried babies and fed them and da 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 da. And then everyone was like, Yes, warrior mama. And then <laughs> so I like, I like posted a photo and I have really veiny hands and I've had since the third grade. They've looked old. Like, and so I'm like, I post a photo and I go, I don't care what you say about these hands. <laughs> these hands have written books, they've held microphones. They've bottled fed my children. Okay, that's right, because I didn't breastfeed. They've, you know, all this stuff. I said, and then some people got it. And some people were like, your hands are beautiful. I don't care what anyone says. You know, like that's so mean that someone ever criticized your hands, Heather. Right, right. So it's either they do it, they do it to get they get they do it to get the love. It's like a it's like a a reverse compliment. Oh, on themselves. you you're you yeah. have no skin to grab. So Oh my God, you have to check out that series because uh, I love it. Every series because we're going to exploit. So I want to know yes. what you th- what your predictions are with Vanderpump. Well, when I, I, you know, I think it's great that she was pregnant. Greatest gift ever. Oh, um, Stassi being but pregnant. But she's not coming back. So she can't be in your prediction of what's going to happen with the oh, show. Oh, what do I think was happening with the show? Yeah. I think the show will come back. I think it'll be focusing on the Toms and their, you know, partners, their wives or whatever. Right, because um, that, then you have Ariana and Katie. Yeah, and, and Sheena will still be in it. And then it'll be like a whole new set of like four or five new people that will have a more organic ties to them. But they'll be like the bosses. They'll be like the older people. But maybe they'll even make like Ariana, like a, one of the managers or something. And it'll be like, they're kind of the Vanderpump people and... And we see Lisa Vanderpump even less. And there's more. No, but we actually saw more of LVP. I know. And I think that's season. a mistake. I think we don't need to see her as much. It didn't feel. You're it, right. It also, that started to feel a little like, you know, you know, no, of course you wouldn't be going to these people's birthday. Of course you wouldn't be FaceTiming Max in the morning when he just fucked baby Gina. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. Like, so no, no I, th- that's what I'm I think it'll it come used back. to be believable. You're right. Like first seasons, we were like, she's their mother, you know, and then we bought it. It was part of the thing for real. And then we know that she's not a mother to Max. I mean, I mean? I, if she's- the Vegas thing happens, it could be kind of fun, too. However, if you've ever been if you've been there, it's a very, very small place. The Vanderpump thing within Caesars. I saw the line and I was like, it's just like, it's just a small bar within the, the um, it's very pretty Ugh. and it's a cool place to get a drink and you should go. And it's, it's all women getting, taking, getting one drink and a photo. 
That's all it is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like who that the same people that go to Sir. It's like yes. I'm here for the food. Oh, only Peter's here. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I so, it's true. I went on the slowest day because I was in LA on Memorial Day. I made my husband go with me. He wanted to die. He was like, he he wanted to write a bad Yelp review or something about the restaurant. I was like, no, they'll know. But Peter was there. I've actually never had a bad meal there. I've like, I like both Pump and Sir. I like the food. I like the drinks. I've had a good time. I haven't been there. Obviously, it's been closed, but I haven't been there in a while. But I mean, I say go. I always tell people go. Go. It is fun. If that's what you're into, you know, go, go and, you know, do the crawl, get a drink. You probably, chances are you'll at least see someone. Yeah. And so, and I think, and you know, and they are really nice. If they're there, they'll always take a photo with you. All the people that's that's the thing about Vanderpump people and I think Bravo people most and I'm sure you've met a lot of them they're really nice like everyone's pretty down to earth and they get their on own- this is my other thing they should be you're not approaching Julia Roberts and Brad Pitt having dinner okay and if you see them don't fucking approach them because they don't want to be bothered these yeah. people were you know bussing a table three years ago so yeah right. they'll take a fucking photo with you like, right. and they no, should, 100%. and they should, and they should. And so when I think it's really bad when a Bravo celebrity or any kind of reality star isn't absolutely delightful when they're out in public, they don't have a right <laughs> not to be. You're if right. they're not in a delightful mood, they should stay home because then you're a pure asshole because you did nothing to get there, but be chosen. And then we're likable on camera. So you better be likable, you know, when you're out. So I don't give them credit for being nice. Yeah. And I tell everybody, go approach them. They are dying. Go approach me. I'm dying to take a photo (laughs) with you. (laughs) Do never feel that you cannot approach me. The only time it was hard is when my son was little and he would like take off and I was like skiing and he was taken off to go to the bathroom and he had like the jumper on. And I needed to help him take off the jumper to go to the bathroom. And he was ahead of me in a crowded place. And this woman stopped me. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I got to get my son. And then she like tweeted about what a bitch I was. And that was, I was like, well, now my kids are old enough that they can take down their own overalls. So again, approach me. Approach. I'll never yeah, turn I mean, you down. That's so sweet, Heather. I may look ugly. I may ask for, for me to put some sunglasses <laughs> and gloss on. I may ask to take the photo myself. Wait, but, so before yes. before we go, I did. I know you watch the Kardashians too, which I'm like realizing that you are so kept. You're keeping up with so much. Okay, so right before we started, Chloe posted more pictures from her like family only birthday party. Right. Okay, Chloe, is she doing this shit on purpose? Like, did you see this? Did you see the stretch app? No, but you know what? I will say something. Okay. Is she fucking with us? Does she want more like publicity? Like I don't know if it's a stretch up, but when I got my latest iPhone, which I got it in October. Which one is it? 11? It's the latest. I got it in October. Yeah. I took a photo with my two tall boys and I was like, why the fuck do we look so long and thin? And it was something with the phone and it wasn't an app. It was like the way someone took the photo or something. We looked so long. And I posted it and people were like, is that the stretch app? I'm like, no, it's not. So, so it could have been like a different way to take the photo and stuff. But no, I think she just doesn't even care. Like she did that one face that looks so different. I think she's just like, maybe it is fun now. Who cares? I feel like she either, you know, is actually just loving to edit her photos, which is fine. Or like, Listen, like her, then she posts a photo. You can either have just a photo and likes and comments, or you can have a photo go so viral because you look so distorted, so different or so whatever. Do you think she and Tristan are back together? Because all of a sudden I'm like, Amanda, you're such a dumb bitch. Of course they're back together. I think that all the girls have the idea together that they want to all have the same baby daddy for their children. For their, the rest of their, for their own children. Yes. So Courtney, I think there was a time, you know, she was way over Scotch, but she was smart enough not to marry him. Yeah. And she was smart enough to have three kids with him. Yeah. So she got her three kids and 
I mean, I think she's definitely done having kids. And then, of course, Kim, you know, is married. So she has her kids all with with her husband. And I think in the case of Kylie and Chloe, I just think they, if they want to have more kids, I think they like it. They, they're smart enough to know it makes life, you know, a lot less complicated. Not that anyone should feel guilty about having multiple baby daddies, but when they have the money and the funds and everything, and they don't need the dad to contribute financially, yeah. I think, th- and they get along with them well enough or romantically involved. I think they're like, yeah, I'd like to just try to have my babies, especially in Chloe's case, where she's like 35. Let me just have all my babies with the same person. And mm-hmm. so if she's with him now, I think it's, A, she does enjoy him. She does like being with him. But she's probably also like, I want my kids to be close in age. This is who I'm dating now. There's no one else out there. I'm not going to marry him. Yeah. But if if I can give true a sibling or two, that's 100% sibling, and we only have to deal with one NBA player, let's do it. <laughs> with baby true. Yeah. by your full name, baby true. That's what I kind of So if you think. could have, <laughs> what do you, if you could have one Kardashian on your podcast, who would you? Well, I've, I've had Chris. Oh, you've had Many Chris years ago. Yeah. You know, they're all like pretty, I think they're all pretty guarded. Yeah. So I don't know that you'd really get, and even when I had Chris, I've known her for years. I had to be really careful about what I asked her because she's not going to share anything about, they're not ever going to share anything about each other. Those are their stories to tell. Mm. And so I think it's kind of hard to really get like a juicy interview out of them. That's why we love reality TV because those people fuck up all the time and overshare. Oh, which is another thing I wanted to ask you. See, so uh, one more question because you also watch. I'm just outing all of the shit you watch right now. Uh, Selling Sunset. Yes, So you had uh, Christine. And I heard that she got in a little bit of trouble for like saying some shit on your podcast. On mine? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, we had the we had the um the the Netflix PR listen to the whole thing. Oh, and they approved it? Yeah, I never do it live. Oh. And I always am very accommodating of having anybody can cut anything out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. So I, I had I had I them on and then. they said, Okay, we're good. And oh, I, I had a, and I made sure that I didn't ask them anything. I didn't ask her anything that would affect, you know, any spoilers or anything. Right, right. Because I'm like, well, I want people to watch the show. I'm not out to like get the spoiler. Right. Yeah, I think she could have been some. And- it could have. It could have been mine or somebody else's because originally she didn't think she could do mine, and then I said, no, I'll be very accommodating to whatever uh, you want. Okay. Because I was a realtor and I love the real estate stuff, and I like kind of making fun of the show, and I just think she's funny. So I'm like, she's amazing. I just want. I like it when some when I try to get if I have a reality star, I'm like, look. You know, I'm more about, let me just find something juicy or interesting about your life besides the thing we're all seeing on TV. Mm. You know, I don't really care. That's, I don't need to, I don't need the headline, you know, of, you know, anything like that. I just, I'm like, look, the people are going to listen every week anyway, because like, it's always going to be interesting. So, if, yeah. you know, and if, and if somebody gets in trouble or, or regrets oh maybe t- take you know I'm always like yeah we'll take that out like I don't need you right. to be stressed I wonder why I saw that I wonder why I saw that because I know that lately you know it's been you've probably been feeling it too it's like the networks and, and PR people have become so uh, you know more protective of their clients and want to mm-hmm. make sure they don't like say shit they shouldn't say and blah 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 but anyway Heather fucking McDonald you're amazing thank you so much for coming on your podcast Juicy Scoop Yes, Juicy Scoop every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm celebrating five years this <gasps> week. I've had it on for five years. And see, you were also podcasting before it was cool to podcast. Yes. You're, like a, pion- you're a pioneer. I just thought it was going to be something I could do on a Monday. I didn't ever think that this would be like my entire career, basically. Yeah, so it's it's great. And go to, you know, I'm going to be traveling again, doing stand-up. I have a stand-up special coming out soon. So follow me at heathermcdonald.net and Heather McDonald on Instagram and TikTok and all that. I'm verified. Find me. Wait, wait, TikTok too? TikTok too. It's a new format. (laughs) It features dicks dancing to the latest TikTok songs. What do you do on TikTok? (laughs) Um, I'm just, look, I'm not as committed, but I'll throw some stuff up there. 
like more skits, not the dancing. Yeah, not the, People the get dancing's confused. too involved. They think it's like all the dancing. No, no. And you know what's what I love about TikTok too? Is once you get on it, I just like to watch the videos and they know what I like. So it's like a lot of like soldiers coming home. A lot of like really cute, like a dog and baby like spooning. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of like, like really clever teenagers tricking their parents into funny stuff or like yeah. dads being really good dads, like from afar. It's like, yeah. but then with my son, who's 14, his stuff is all the kids dancing, pranks, funny, you know, skateboarding, yeah. whatever. So yeah. that's what I sort of, for people that are not involved in TikTok, you know, don't feel like you you have to be the one spending eight hours to get a dance together. Like right. you can I actually feel like just that's like, the misconception. You could actually just like enjoy watching it. You know? Yeah. People get I think for me it was ruined because I follow like bachelor people and like celebs that are trying to dance. And for me, it's like I don't want to watch the same like dance. Oh my god, the dancing. I have like out almost no dancing in my feed. They somehow figured it out. That I don't like the I, da- I don't like the dancing. I like all the funny little bits and pranks, and yeah, and like there's this thing I'm putting this together for myself. But it was like there's this this thing going on that goes like they'll show a girl and she's like I got pregnant at 19, and it went something like and it's this song and it went something like this and then it's like all and it's like her life turned out great. And it's like her and she falls in love with like the husband. But you know, people do that. But then there's a version where they're joking. Then there's a version oh. of people doing that where then they make a joke at the end. So it's like, I just think it's like really fun and clever. <laughs> but it gets addictive. But but you do not just have to dance, okay? You do not just have to dance or no. watch people dancing badly. <laughs> so follow Heather McDonald on IG. Definitely TikTok. Instagram and, and YouTube Definitely and Instagram. all that shit. Whatever is your jam, just you can find me on it. And the Juicy Scoop podcast where she gets the juice. Yes, so fun. She doesn't spill the tea, she gets the juice. Now, Thank yeah. you, Heather, Thank so much. You. I loved meeting you so much and thanks for coming on. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you Tuesday. Tuesday.